Hey everybody, this is Kurt Schlicker, Unredacted, as I take a delightful walk through the South Bay of Los Angeles. I want to share my, uh, my adventure with you. The weather, it's a little cold, there's a squirrel. Uh, still, it's great to be alive, it's great to be in a free United States of America. Oop, record scratch. I'm not. I'm not in a free America. I'm in a very different America uh, than, than we even knew two months ago. And uh, I'm not happy about it, and you shouldn't be happy about it either. This is a disaster of major proportions on every level, from uh, squandering most of $1.9 trillion to a military that's completely out of control, and that, uh, that's something we, we need to talk about. Uh, the country that we thought we lived in turned out to be a very different one, indeed. Uh, doesn't make me happy, doesn't make me glad, Kind of, uh, I find it kind of heartbreaking, in fact, because, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I served this country for 27 years in uniform. It means something to me, and it means something to you. You don't have to have been a soldier to uh, appreciate the disaster that we're experiencing right now. You just have to be an American who wants the best for our country. And we're not getting that. We have a zombie president who is completely senile. Come on, let's stop, let's stop futzing around with uh, with terms like declining and slowing. The guy is the guy is seen now. He's suffering from dementia. Who is running things? We're not sure. What we are sure of is they're not accountable. They're not accountable to us. The consent of the governed seems to be a lost concept. And I wrote about this in my town hall column earlier this week, last week, when I pointed out the border crisis. We through our elected representatives said, uh, if you are not given permission, you can't come to the United States and you have to be sent home. That's the law. And the president's job is to faithfully enforce the laws. That, uh, that is not happening. He doesn't like the law, or at least his masters don't like the law. So Asterix has, or at least in his name, they have been uh, directed not to enforce it. We pass a law, they don't enforce it. How is that consent of the government? How is that any different than just making a new law or repealing one they don't like just by fiat? Well, there is no difference, and they don't care. They like it that way. They believe just this once, just this one exception. It's all exceptions all the time. The exceptions have become the rule. Like, remember how the military didn't inv get involved in partisan politics? <clears throat> I do. Good times. <sighs> they do now. Now, I, I want you to understand, there's multiple levels of how they don't do this. Let's start the most basic, or the, the, the biggest. There's a general tradition, one of those norms we keep hearing about, about the military staying out of politics. It's worked for 240 years. Other countries where they don't abide by that, uh, <laughs> it's ended poorly. But... Uh, we had that tradition, and it served us well for nearly two and a half centuries. And uh, they just decided recently, nah, we're, we're, we're going to do whatever. Uh, we're just going to play along. We're going to play politics, too. That's what our masters want. And, of course, we want to be promoted. We want our pensions. We want that sweet job at Raytheon. I hear there's a vacancy now that Lloyd Austin left. So they just don't abide by it. You saw the uh, you know, four-star generals, E-9, sergeant major types, uh, tweeting in uniform on official, official accounts attacks on a political commentator making political commentary. They have taken a side in a political fight. 
that is completely against all tradition. It's also completely against the regulations. Regulations are very clear. You can't do that. And regulations are enforced by the Uniform Code of Military Justice. That, 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 that's kind of the second level. The third level is targeting. What do I mean by targeting? Targeting is uh, a process where you identify an individual or an item or a place or a thing to have an effect on. Now, you can target with fires. That means you blow it up. You can target with information. That means you're trying to get a result. They are targeting Tucker Carlson. They are trying to decrease his influence. They are trying to split the conservative movement because they believe that conservatives will default to support of whatever the military does because we're in awe of that organization that used to, uh, you know, used to be the most uh, credible institution in America. Uh, that's not going to work. I'll talk about that in a sec. But um, targeting is illegal. You are not allowed to do it. It is unlawful to target American citizens for information operations. Uh, when you do it overseas, you know, the, the pejorative term is propaganda. You're not allowed to do it. So there are specific laws against it, general laws against it, and a general tradition against it. And they've blown it all out the window because it's Tucker Carlson. It's just this once, just this exception. And it's definitely one way. I mean, imagine a four-star getting on going, no, I think Tucker has some great points. I think the military really is incapable of defeating China. Now, of course, let me put my lawyer hat on here. Actually, I'm wearing my Desert Storm hat right now. I'm still proud of my service. Um, my lawyer hat says, watch out for the distraction. Tucker Carlson was not talking about women in the military. Tucker Carlson was talking about an essentially unserious military that is focusing on things other than deterring or defeating China, among other threats. And that is indisputably true. And it's so indisputably true. Remember, this is a military that has not won a war in 20 years. Okay, it has been well over 20 years since we won a war. The aforementioned Desert Storm arguably being the last one. You might call the air campaign over Kosovo a victory, I guess. I guess ish. We're still there, by the way. We're still everywhere. But uh, uh, they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about China because they know that we lose in war games. When we have real war games, where you know real red forces, uh, the 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 opposing force is allowed to actually fight the way the Chinese would, uh, Americans lose. We lose. We are going to lose in the coming war to China right now because we are not serious. The Chinese are serious. We instead are focusing on the dynamics of a gender studies program at Gumbo State University, and it's going to get our people killed in huge numbers. Our people, Americans, many of them legacies of us vets, and uh, most of them conservative, because that's where you draw the stuff. You don't see a lot of, there's a lot, a lot of you know, lines at the recruiting office in Santa Monica, okay? It's normal Americans who serve the military. A lot of them legacies, that is, uh, sons, daughters of vets. My grandparents were both uh, naval officers. My dad was a Navy officer. Of course, I went Army. I was the green sheep. But the military uh, draws a lot of people from uh, legacies. Legacies who want to uh, serve like uh, you know, role models did. And uh, that's going to dry up. 
uh, I have heard from many vets, and I feel uh, the same hesitation myself to recommend enlisting in the military at this time. I used to be unequivocal. I used to actually be obnoxious about it. I was so pro, pro enlistment. Now, not in good conscience. I can't. It's not, they're not taking care of soldiers, they're feathering their own nests. And it's, it's a disgrace. How is the military screwed up? Well, we're still chasing banditos around the Hindu Kush after 20 years. Iran's still a mess. One of the first things uh, uh, Biden did was uh, swoop up Syria, send more forces in. You know, the, uh, the military-industrial complex is churning away with more useless wars that we refuse to win. It's, uh, it's sad, but uh, that, that is the reality of it. And they're not winning. These are not competent folks. And for so long, us conservatives would default to the military. We, we see a general, he's got a lot of badges, you know, he's airborne ranger. He's got his, uh, got his medals. And, you know, most of us, oh, well, you know, he probably knows his stuff. It's the military, it's the greatest military ever. We love our soldiers. I support the troops. I don't want to question it. But we've been doing a lot of questioning of institutions. Every institution is less down, every single one. Academia. Is academia protecting you? Is academia serving you? Academia is hating you. It's teaching your kids that you're a racist. It's teaching you, your kids, that your country is garbage. How about, uh, how about the NFL, right? They hate you too. How about law enforcement? Did the, uh, didn't the FBI just try and frame the president that you elected? How about the DOJ? They're busy prosecuting uh, people associated with conservatives, dismissing the charges against leftists for rioting. They serving you? Every institution's let you down. But not the military. Oh, no, no, no. The military still got way to eat. These guys. These, uh, the dot, the, the, the woke dot mill leadership. Didn't understand the battle space, as usual. They didn't understand that we've been let down again and again and again, and that we're gobbling red pills with both hands. So when they came out and tried to turn us against Tucker, tried to split us from one of the few people with a big megaphone who's still able to speak out loud the things we think and feel, didn't work. Didn't work. The veterans I saw were like, hey, what the hell are you doing? This is absolutely inappropriate. You're a senior officer. You're in uniform. You're using a military account to talk politics. I would have gotten UCMJ'd. Uniform Code of Military Justice. I would have got Article 15, if not court-martialed. If I'd done that when I was in, you're not playing by the rules. You are another organization that is letting us down, another institution that is betraying us by abandoning its standards to cater to the whims of a bunch of uh, faculty lounge academics, like the ones who run the uh, country right now. They expected us to fall into line, but we're not going to, because we've already been prepped by the failure of every institution for the failure of this one. If you look at the uh, you know, polls, the military always comes out at, uh, on top as the most respected institution of America. Uh, the media is down at the bottom right there with herpes and pedophilia, uh, maybe a little below. And the military thought that it just inherited this, much like it thinks it inherited 
or the greatest military in the world. We we were after Desert Storm. What we did there was uh, unparalleled in military history. Just remarkable and amazing. And we have declined. We have declined ever since. And uh, that was a choice. But we keep telling ourselves, oh, you know, we're, we're still the greatest. You're still the best. Really? Think we're better than China? I don't. Not strategically. Not tactically. Not in terms of numbers or training. Our destroyers are busy ramming into each other in the South China Sea. Or nearby. I'm not sure if it's South China Sea. Somewhere in there. Western Pacific. And that's that's the reality of it. If you want to if you're especially if you're military, if you want your blood to curdle, go look up the after action reports on these uh, ship collisions where destroyers rammed into cargo ships, killed soldiers, sailors. I, I, I mean, I'm not a Navy guy. I do know a bit about leadership. I've led formations. Unbelievable. Holy crap. It's like they took the leadership handbook, ripped all its pages out, and taped in pages from Ibrahim Kendi and uh, that D'Angelo woman. It's, uh, it's, it's scary. But they keep telling us, we're the best military, we're terrained and ready. I remember there was this one four-star general tweeting about how Tucker Carlson's terrible. Just a freaking disgrace. And I tweeted back. I said, hey, first of all, what the hell are you doing engaging in politics, general? And he used a hashtag. It was victory starts here. And I asked, when's the victory start? Because I've been waiting 20 years. Victory starts here. Good Lord. We just feed ourselves this bullshit. Like there's no problem at all. Like if we lie hard enough, everything will work out. Well, let me tell you, liberal military, you own the coming disaster. It's yours. Not ours. We warned you. And, and I, I got to say, it's good that they've outed themselves. It's good that we understand that the senior military leadership is fully in line with the liberal establishment, fully obedient to it, and it will always take the elite side, never yours. Now, some people are like, well, this means our, 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 we'll turn our troops on American citizens. I think the troops are very different. I think that would be difficult to do for many reasons, including the fact that they're unlikely to become suddenly competent to perform operations here when they've proven they can't do it effectively anywhere else. Uh, there are still a lot of conservatives in the military. They are keeping their heads down. I hear from a lot of them who are afraid to have their views uh, known to the leadership. There is hope. We need a uh, woke president, a president who understands the military. And, I, you know, I like Donald Trump, but he was in awe of the generals. He thought, I'll listen to these guys. And he hired a bunch of them, and they stabbed him in the back completely. They lied to him. They betrayed him. They did not uh, pursue his policies. They pursued their own. It was a freaking disgrace. We need a president who gets it. Doesn't need to be military himself or herself. Kirsty Noem, hi. She's soaked in. I stood next to her. I looked like uh, I looked like Brian Stelter next to a match. But I was not a potato. In any case, we we, we need him woke. Get a bunch of us vets in who are not impressed by generals, who can take notes, and uh, who can point out who needs to go. The great thing about the military, the, the vulnerable thing, is that the military being a top-down hierarchical organization, 
it is easy in some ways to change. I mean, it's also like Jim Hansen, my pal, uh, senior NCO, Green Beret. Uh, he, uh, he likened it to moving an aircraft carrier. It moves faster than you think, but still big, you know, to turn. The, the it, 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 commanders, what commanders check, soldiers do, okay? You know, commanders set priorities. I remember times where it's like, Kurt, priority now is maintenance. We need to make sure our vehicles are up. Do you understand? I said, yes, sir. I'm not going to the field next week. I'm going to have my guys stay home and do maintenance because you have told me the priority is maintenance. What the commander checks gets done. If the commander checks to make sure you're woke, guys will be woke. And if they, uh, the commander checks to make sure you're ready to war fight, they will be ready to war fight. So it is changeable. You just have to create the expectation of it. And they will conform. Get rid of the bad apples. And there are a lot of them. I would fire a lot of people. And I do it publicly. And I would make sure that they knew what the new rule is. War fighting, war fighting, war fighting. Woke, you're gone. And I'll tell you, the, the woke will go. Look, the American military had to rebuild itself after Vietnam. It was a disaster after Vietnam. Uh, real racism, real hate. Uh, if you wanted to go to the barracks at night as a young officer just to walk through, you, you would take a 45 pistol. I mean, it was bad. But a bunch of officers went back to basics, began enforcing standards, getting the bums out, and they rebuilt the military from the ground up. And it proved itself in 1991 when uh, the American military defeated an entire army after a month of air campaigning and a ground war of 100 hours. Destroyed an entire army of like 30 divisions. Annihilated it. It paid off. It can happen again, and that's what we need to do. That's where we need to go. I'm sorry I'm not more, you know, funny this week. I usually like to have a few chuckles, you know, talk about steak and stuff. But this stuff is important, and there's a lot of... Uh, there are a lot of things that make me feel like I'm not living in the same country anymore. Besides our military, the, the idea of free speech, where you have the media cheerleading, actively supporting censorship. Oh, I got another DM from Jake Tapper a while ago. You know, a few years ago, he used to DM a lot of conservative guys. A lot of conservatives were like, oh, he's okay. You know, he just, you know, maybe he doesn't agree with me, but he's like, listens to our ideas. He's full of shit. I pointed out, hey, you're, you're supporting censorship again. Least surprising uh, development ever. And, uh, you know, I get a little, I'm not supporting censorship. Fuck you, I'm not responding to you. You don't get to talk to me. Of course he supports censorship. Because they want to be the only ideas out there. Part of why they want to attack Tucker. Part of why they want to attack you. But it's clumsy. And it's a sign of weakness. Strong people don't censor. Weak people who are afraid do. They are terrified of our ideas. They're terrified of our patriotism. They're terrified of our love of freedom. They are terrified of the fact that we just won't give in. And they gotta make us. That's why masks are so important to them. Look, I, I, I'm walking around. I, I have had COVID. I don't need a mask. There's no reason for me to have one. I'm immune. Oh, you've gotta wear a mask. 
Why? So you just gotta. Gotta because you want a symbol of compliance. You want obedience. Well, no. You can't have it. You don't get it. I'm not doing it. I'm not playing your fucking game. We've all got to not play our game. It's time for some Irish democracy. Where you vote with your actions. Never cooperate. Never help. Never assist them. Don't patronize the media. I had a media guy. I think it was from Politico or some other shit rag. Well, what do you think of this? My response? Screw you. I don't talk to the media. You get nothing from me. Ever. You don't get my patronage. You don't get my support. You don't get my help. You get nothing but contempt. I don't play. You shouldn't play. Don't watch them. Don't give them money. Don't help them. Mock them. Ruthlessly. Elect the most conservative person you can find. People who are woke. People who are willing to fight. That's, uh, that's a big project. Because as we've seen, there are a lot of people who want to go back to normal. A lot of people are freaked out by this. You know, we see what happens to the military. We see what happens to free speech. We see what happens to uh, a government embracing racism, which is what Asterisk Administration outright does. And we get mad. Others get sad. And they just wanna, they just wanna pretend everything's normal. They don't wanna make a fuss. They don't wanna make a scene. Oh, it's not conservative. It's not okay. We, we, we shouldn't make a, we shouldn't make a fuss. We shouldn't, we shouldn't cause trouble. I don't want to be part of the problem. I want to be part of the solution. Well, let me tell you something. Hey, here comes the wind. Let me tell you something. You either fight or you lose. If your freedom's worth anything to you, you better be prepared to fight for it. Fight every vote. Fight every argument. Fight on social media. We are not giving up. We are not giving in. This is our country. We are taking it back. It's going to be a hard, hard, long slog. Just is. They've dug themselves in. They're not going to give up. But there's more of us than there is of them. And we have the advantage of being right. They promote an evil, pathetic, un-American, anti-religious, bigoted mindset. We're not going to let that prevail. I refuse. Do you refuse? Are you down with it? Are you like, oh, well, it's kind of hard. Ahoy. Maybe I'll watch a panel on the next cruise about, uh, about how, uh, you know, healthcare reform is, is, you know, is, is reforming stuff. Shut up. God. The fucking Mitt Romneys. Dude, you need to know what time it is. It's time to get busy. We gotta get busy taking back our country. It is our country. It doesn't belong to the fucking college professors and the diversity counselors and the fucking uh, uh, time-serving government employee hacks or the teachers who won't teach your kids. It doesn't belong to them. It belongs to us. We need to take it back. No excuses. No retreat. No surrender. Fuck that. It's fucking on like Donkey Kong. Let's take our country back. Thanks for listening to the uh, Unredacted Podcast. Had to throw in a few swears just to make it uh, curterific. Be in touch. Thanks. Out.